2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Now back to ninety-five-seven the game. It's Shamari Block and Danavone. Look at the five one oh throwing you some love. Glad to hear Shamari back on the radio. My high or uh, my nights and weekends have been lacking.
1: <laughs> Mine too, Mom. Thank you, 510. Thank you, 510.
3: No, it's straight up that's fact. Shamari Block back in the saddle, talking 49er football. As the San Francisco 49ers get Christian McCaffrey. Is he the X Factor? Is he the difference maker that now gets the 49ers to where they want to be?
1: Or or is he going to be on IR <laughs> for the <laughs> NFC championship game?
3: What do you can you put any sort of rhyme or reason? Can you somehow Is there any can you pinpoint what has gone on with cause it's not just is it just freak luck? Is it just the NFL? Is that what you attribute to when it comes to the number of injuries that the 49ers have suffered under Kyle Shannon? Because this is this is abnormal. Okay. So, For so one it, coach.
1: So here so here's the deal. And, and and let's think about this,
3: okay? I know you're gonna go draft picks, but I think it goes deeper than that. Or I think it's just happenstance.
1: Well, Javon Kinlaw, when they drafted him. Now, I didn't know this. I don't think most people do this at the time. But when Javon Kinlaw was drafted with the pick that they got from Indianapolis for DeForest Butner, as DeForest Butner's heir apparent, DeForest Butner, who had barely missed a game, they drafted a dude with a bum knee. Like, he had a bad knee. Bosa, who has been mostly healthy, he was injured in college.
3: He was injured in high school. Yeah, but you gotta, don't even mention Bosa. Because but, 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 you can't – unless you're going to try and convince me, don't draft Bosa. Oh, no, no, you draft Bosa.
1: Yeah, so – Okay, I got you. You 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 draft all these late-round running backs that were – listen, you get drafted late because you're not that good, right, that that happens, but also because you're you're not big enough to hold up. And they literally go through five running backs a season. Like, that, that is a fact that year in and year out, this dude starts – Five
3: running backs. Okay, you you bring in Derek McKinnon. They tried to change that philosophy this past year, didn't they? When they went and got Ty Davis Price and a lot yeah, of these, they, they guys get bigger. Are...
1: They get bigger guys that suck. I get that. <laughs> I get that. That's what I'm saying. Draft you a second rounder. Okay, go out there. I mean, there's not that many Derek Henrys out there, right? But you got Etienne and guys like that. That that you know, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor. There are guys out there that you that they could have had in the second round, but instead they were like, you know what we need is, you know, a third round pick and a sixth round pick, and that equals a second round pick. You you talk about, but then you talk about the style of play. You talk about the style of play, and I don't care what Steve Young, and I, I hold Steve Young in the highest regard, and I hold Sean Salisbury in the highest regard, but the day after Trey Lance got injured, running up the middle, in, in in a in a in a obvious running formation, they're like, "Oh, well, that's what you got them there to do. It's run the ball. Running backs, uh, running quarterback." And, and I'm, I forget what game I'm watching. I forget which game I'm watching, but I want to say it was Buffalo. It was one of the teams that runs their quarterback. Okay, and I'm looking at a quarterback run, and I'm looking at the quarterback run. And the quarterback runs a draw. No, nope, it was the Eagles. It was the Eagles. Quarterback runs a draw. Quarterback draw, okay? But guess what? Quarterback's in the shotgun. There are four receivers out there. The defense is spread out. And Kyle Shanahan and all these other people want to con- want you to believe that, oh, running a quarterback in a goal line formation in the middle of the field <laughs> is a completely normal thing to do. And I'm like, no. I watch you watch football. I know what quarterback runs look like. They don't look like that. Yeah. You're not a full house back. Nobody runs a like Now, maybe if you want to go back to Ronnie Brown in the Wildcat, that was a running back, though. When quarterbacks run the ball, they are put in space, not in the confines of a goal line situation. So so part of it is, is that, and I mean this specifically with the offensive scale players because Debo gets hurt a lot. Kittle gets hurt a lot, and I don't think it's because they're not durable. I think it's because instead of being like Travis Kelsey, where it's like, hey, Travis Kelsey, we're going to throw you the ball like 20 yards down the field where there are safeties that you're bigger than. They say, hey, Kittle, we're going to throw you a two-yard drag route, run through tackles, and get 20 yards. Same thing with Debo. So the way that he utilizes his guys, it takes it, it the air. He, he exposes them to risk. He exposes them to injury more than, more than I feel like other skilled position players do.
3: When I think about Christian McCaffrey coming to the San Francisco 49ers. This is why I have a hard time thinking that he's just going to get 8 to ten, eight or 9 touches as a running back, and then they're going to utilize him in space or line him up wherever. To your point, he's going to be the new Debo Samuel 2.0, to steal your word. This is the first time that Kyle Shanahan, at least with the 49ers, has had a running back, a running back, with the talent like that of Christian McCaffrey. So if you're going to tell me that now he's finally got that guy, maybe the first time in his in his career, going back to Atlanta, who didn't necessarily have that star running back, that now he's just simply going to use him just a few touches a game, that's what I'm sort of stuck on. Well, but that's the thing, because it's not going to be a few
1: touches a game. It's going to be a few rushes a game, and then he's going to be— Well, that's
3: what I mean, a few rushes a game. A few touches from the running back position. I can't see that. This is this is a guy you've salivated for. This is you finally got your guy. You finally you haven't had a thousand yard rusher. Now you have one. And now you're just gonna give him eight to nine carries a game. I mean, ideally you should. That makes sense. If we're talking about, you know, long term and making sure this guy's upright for an entire season, let alone throughout the tenure of his contract. But I just don't see Kyle saying, okay. That's you know six or eight carries. Now let's get you out into space. So let's line you up somewhere else. I think that Kyle Shanahan
1: is pretty old school. Let's continue to feed the beast. Well, but but that's the thing is that he's going to run the ball thirty times. But Christian McCaffrey's not going to run it twenty. He's just he's just not. Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Jermichael Hasty. These guys. I'm not going to say that they're like ground beef that just that, but but you can't treat because you said you finally got yourself a 1000 yard back right you you don't treat him like a sixth round pick out of whatever like southern corner of the louisiana school Elijah Mitchell's from you don't do that you put him in a position to succeed you utilize him you utilize utilize all of his skill sets and if if you if you're sitting there running him like he's Derrick Henry then you're not using him correctly because he's not Derrick Henry. He's but that's, Christian McCaffrey. But that's
3: how he's you. That's when he's at his best. That's what I mean. It's sort of you got you to do one or the other. When Christian McCaffrey went thousand, thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Thousand yards receiving, thousand yards rushing. He was the guy. Now, granted, he was the only star of Carolina, <laughs> but he was the focal point. He carried the football. And when he wasn't carrying it, they would play action and throw it to him in the right flat or left flat, and then he'd go from there. He was essentially your offense. Okay, so if so, you're so, going wait. to get this guy for all those draft picks, and then just have him carry it, I don't know, four or five times a game, just so that we make sure that he, you know, that he's 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 okay that that we can there's sustainability with him, and then we'll line. Him. Then how is he? Then how are you utilizing him? To the are, are you utilizing him to the utmost?
1: Okay, Christian McCaffrey's. Second season in the league, he rushed for a 1,000 yards. He averaged five yards a carry. He rushed the ball 219 times. Yeah. In 16 games, that's 13 carries a game. That's the work course. So his most high use year was 2019. He had 287 attempts. He rushed for 1,400 yards. By the way, he only averaged 4.8 a carry instead of averaging over five like he did the year before. He, that was 17 attempts. So the the most rushing attempts he's ever rushed for in his career was 17 attempts a game, and he was his most productive when he was at 13, and that's in Carolina, a horrible offense where you're the only option.
3: Yeah, but again,
1: part of coming to this. Carolina
3: game, is not San Francisco. Carolina does not want to run the football predominantly. Kyle Shannon is very different. Their I'm sorry, I'm star- sorry was, was that not when Kyle Allen was quarterback in the team? And they they still were talking f- about, yeah. Yeah, but I'm you, you know my point here yeah, uh-huh. is that if you have a running back that's effective, he's getting it a hell of a lot more than 13 carries a game. If that was Christian McCaffrey back in 2019 with the 49ers, that 13 carries is 23 carries a game, or it's 20 carries a game. Maybe. Carolina but, but- does not run the ball – like that, of San Francisco. In fact, I would say there are very few of any teams in the NFL that run it as frequently.
1: That is accurate. They're, they're usually top three. Again, though, ooh, ooh, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, okay? Andrew Wiggins. He was the man on a bad team, yep. and people thought he was awful. Even though Andrew Wiggins, hey, 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 let me remind you, Andrew Wiggins, in his time, before he came to the Warriors, averaged 20 points a game for his career. Now, a dude that averages 20 points a game it does not suck. But if you're expected to be the man and your team's not winning, then people put that on you, okay? Andrew Wiggins comes here. He takes he takes less shots per game than he did previously, and he scores the same or more points, okay? You get what I'm saying? No, I got you. It's a good analogy. So that's what Christian McC- that's what Christian McCaffrey's here to do. He's here to have the pressure taken off of him so he can be more diet. he can get more done with less touches. So I I and again, I don't know about this 8 to 10 touch like all that 8 to 10 touches a game, th- that's fantasy, that's fantasy GM talk. That that's what people that 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 evaluate football by their fantasy team says, oh, eight to ten touches, seven targets <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, four tenths of a touchdown a game, right? That That's not what I'm talking about. I don't know. How, I'm not going to make a prediction of how many touches. I think it's going to be situation specific. But what he is going to do for the overall offense, and again, is Kyle Shanahan going to make more effective use of that is, is just like when Debo's on the field, you don't know what where he's gonna line up, what he's gonna do. Same thing with Christian McCaffrey. So you're you're the deep, you're the you're the safety or you're the in-middle linebacker, okay? You got the green dot on your helmet, you call the defense, we're going three deep, we're gonna, we're gonna, the linebackers are in the flat, we're gonna stun up front, okay? And you look in the huddle and you're like, okay, wait, where's Debo and where's Christian McCaffrey? So you see, you know they're in the huddle until you get out to the field. And you see where they're lined up, then now okay, oh, oh, okay, now we got it. Okay, you you adjust over. You, you're sitting there scrambling trying to get your defense lined up because you're the green dot captain, call prey caller, right? Your guys are sitting there like whatever, and Kyle Shanahan already
3: confuses the hell out of oh, defensive players no with shifts and things like that. So shifts more than any other offense in the NFL. So, pre snap, without the ball
1: in his hand, Dan, the offense is still better, and, and that is the thing that no, I say I is going to happen. Everything
3: you're saying. But for four, as many draft picks as they gave up, which is four, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about a second, a third, and a fourth in this year's draft, and then a fifth the following year, and then that $11 million contract for a guy that's just making you think. I get it. You're right. You're right. But 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 at some point, there has got to be substance. Like he's got to score touchdowns and run for 100 yards a game and or have more than 100 yards and receive there's got to be substance okay. other than just simply giving that middle linebacker something to think about.
1: Okay, between between running and receiving, okay? Okay. If he gets if he touches the ball 15 times a game, right? Let's say 10 rushes and five receptions, okay? 15 15 touches a game, right? In both the passing and the rushing game. The other 20 plays, he's a decoy that people are worried about, and Debo gets off, and Ayuk gets open, and Kittle gets open. You get what I'm saying? And he goes 15 touches, 100 yards total, receiving and passing, and maybe he averages a touchdown a game. That is way more productive than what they've gotten out of the running back position for the for the past mm, two seasons. Debo, Debo Samuel has been the most effective in terms of like big plays. He's been the most effective runner. In terms of big plays, and that's what this offense is lack is the big playability. And if you're not going to generate it in the passing game, because Kyle Shanahan is against this apparently, ge- generated other ways. And Christian McCaffrey, I, I know you you're play.
3: not a fan of seeing Debo line up in the backfield, right? I hate that. Yes. So does this? Do you think lessen that to a certain degree that now that you have Christian McCaffrey, this will take away from what it is that Debo's, at least the frequency of seeing him lining up in the backfield yeah, behind yeah, Geno. I would, I would
1: imagine that that Debo's backfield snaps get cut in at least half.
3: Yeah, I I would still like to see him carry the ball, but more in a jet sweep or more of it being that element of surprise where you give it to him as opposed to he's lining up, you know, he's lining (laughs) up as a running back and he's coming. And he's running power. And he's running power. You know it, I know it, and sure enough, there he is. I mean, if you can bring back the element of surprise as it relates to, I think, Debo Samuel, he becomes more effective. Mm -hmm. And I think equally as important, he becomes – less prone to an injury dog trainers out in milpitas and wants to talk about christian mccaffrey coming to the 49ers
4: what's up dog trainer hey what's up man hey good show i think you're you're making a really good point about not using them too much not using them too little and you guys are you guys are right on it when when shanahan puts guys out in space they have less of a tendency to get hurt. You surround somebody and you let them gang tackle them, they get hit from all different directions. and When their body's not moving forward, they get hit flat-footed. That's when they get hurt. But this is the point I wanted to make. I would like to see them use McCaffrey out in space, but to drag Debo or Kittle or anybody else that can catch a ball and do crossing patterns, because whether or not you've got one guy on Debo and one guy on McCaffrey, when you you know you got them doing a, a post route or whatever, the bottom line is they're always going to be focused on one guy more than the other and take you know your mm-hmm. poison. Do you want to let one guy watch Debo? And can you imagine if only one guy watched Kittle or one guy was assigned to every one of their guys that can run or throw? Man, they they're going to score thirty five points a game. They need to use him as a decoy. The first play I want to see with McCaffrey is I want to see how is Kyle going to distract the defense in the same area of the field that he has another guy who can catch the ball like Debo or Kittle. As soon as he does that, guess what? You're right. Kittle's going to run over that guy that's on him one-on-one, and he's going to go for pay dirt. That's my call.
3: Good job, Dog Trainer. And, yeah, that certainly has to factor in all of this. He's spot on. The fact that you have, and no matter where you line him up, it's one of those guys, you know, I, I played a little football and there were certain guys that you would circle. Like we gotta keep an eye. Our coach would never mention the first or last name for whatever reason. He would call out the, the number.
1: number. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. he'd say
3: 23 is over here and, and, and you got a shade or whatever, you gotta we, we would have to slant to that side. So I get it. And yes, he's going to be effective in that in that regard. There there's no doubt in my mind that I think Christian McCaffrey is going to change things to simply being on the field with the San Francisco 49ers. I, I just wonder, you know, going forward, uh, his contributions, what it means well, see, see, to the thing. 49ers in terms of their overall productivity.
1: And and I hinted at this already, and, and you tell me if you feel the same way, because I feel like you do. You have the possibilities, okay? The world of possibilities. And then you have what Kyle Shanahan's going to do. Now, I don't know, I'm not saying that you're going to be underwhelmed, but I'm going to say don't be surprised if you're underwhelmed. Because, again... You have a you have an All-Pro receiver, you have an (laughs) All-Pro tight end, you have an (laughs) All-Pro fullback like Hugheschek, Hugheschek will route like Hugheschek can do some things, okay. And then you have by, by all accounts a guy that has the talent to be a Pro Bowler. And Brandon Ayuk, like, like that's not coming from me. That's coming from people that, that like, people say Brandon Ayuk has a thing.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of tired of this guy potentially could be. I mean, come on, well, dude, well, but like, do a, it. Already. But that's the
1: thing, though, is that is his potential being held back because he's overweight or whatever? He was in the
3: doghouse, or how is, about just catch the damn ball?
1: Wait, no, or is Kyle Shanahan and is I'm going to throw the ball 25 times a game unless we are down so epically I have no choice. Dad, I said this last time we were on the air together, okay? The 49ers' best weapons are in the passing game. In the passing game, you had Kittle, Debo, Jawan Jennings, and Brandon Ayu. In the running game, you had Jeff Stinkin' Wilson Jr. Nothing against him, okay? But those other guys are higher regarded in their position as Jeff Wilson Jr. was. Yet the plan was, hey, instead of throwing to this high power, these high-powered passing weapons, I'm going to run Jeff Wilson 30 times. And that's what I don't know. And that's why I think we might be underwhelmed, even with the person as dynamic as Christian McCaffrey. And again, if 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 this was if he was coming to Kansas City <laughs> with Andy Reid calling in plays, okay, well, watch out, world. It, with Kyle Shanahan, again, we're going to see. We're going to
3: see. 888-957-9570 is the phone number. We continue with your phone calls. Off to San Francisco, just give me Adam standing by. And Adam wants to get in on Christian McCaffrey, the newest member of the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, Adam.
5: Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I think there's, like, a little bit of maybe some credit to, to be owed to Kyle to see, like, I guess you said, like, we'll see what he can do. But, you know, comparing it to Andy Reid, but it's like, like, you kind of piggybacking on what you guys said before, like, he's never had a player like this, I. I was hearing it and it's like Devontae Freeman was a pretty good running back. I mean, he wasn't a star, but he's good
3: call, good call. He's pretty
5: good. Um, uh, but they, he's never had a player like Christian McCaffrey. And like if you think about that aspect too, you know, shotgun pass, he's dropping back. You know, Kittle's covered, Ike's covered, Debo's covered. Oh, let me just check down to Christian McCaffrey. Like, this is this offensive arsenal they have is like has the chance to be something amazing. I think Kyle is gonna like you said, finally has that guy to dial up plays for like out of the backfield.
3: Yeah, he's never, and I guess just thanks, Adam, and Devontae Freeman is a good uh, sort of an oversight on my part when we're talking about running backs at Atlanta, although I would say Christian McCaffrey is a better running back and or receiver than Freeman ever was. But, again, he's never had a running back that is potentially as effective as that of what Christian McCaffrey can be with the 49ers. He's never had a running back with the 49ers that has eclipsed a thousand yards. You got to go back to 2014 to find Frank Gore's name and the last 49ers to rush for more than 1000 yards. For a guy who runs the ball as frequently as he does, he has never had that exceptional back. So that marriage now is something that everybody has to get excited about but about but that that's using him primarily as a running back mm-hmm. because he has gadgets, debo's a gadget Debo is a guy that, you know, he's never had a Debo Samuel, but you already have a Debo Samuel. So if he's going to be a running back, then he's going to carry the ball frequently. Forget about a number, because I know that you'll start doing this crazy math of yours. Let's just say he's carrying the ball more than any other San Francisco 49er. I'm just telling you that that makes him susceptible to injury, especially for a guy that's played 10 games over the last two years.
1: Which is why you don't run him 15 times a game, man. You use him everywhere. So the Seattle Seahawks are averaging more yards But, than but doesn't there. that
3: fly in the face then, again, because I, I agree with the caller, where you finally got your star running back, running back,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, but you're going to limit his carries.
1: But you, you're gonna, you're not gonna limit his carries. You're just gonna use him. You, you listen. You can't throw the ball to him twenty times. I'm sorry. You can't run him twenty times and then throw the ball to him ten. Like you, you gotta, you gotta spread the. That's the whole point of having all these other weapons. So it's not that in, in Carolina it was Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Stinking Anderson, okay? And Robbie Anderson, ha, okay. Like that, that was the second best weapon on the team. So. Yeah, yeah. You are going to run him to death because that's all you got. If you have Derrick Henry and you let you let the, uh you let Brown go, right? Yeah, you're going to run Derrick Henry into the ground. When you have a team that is as stacked as this team is, it's not like, oh, it's not that it's not that oh, we're not going to overuse him. It's that it's that he is a piece of a He's a cog. It's a mosaic. In, in, a mo, in a dynamic offense, man. So spread the ball around. like I, I,
3: Again, I, I agree with what you're I, saying. I, I, but, but Kyle but, Shannon, if but, but, he's but, running it successfully, he doesn't spread it around. He continues to run right at you. That's what but, but they but do. But don't you think that George Kittle should be getting six, seven touches a game, too? I'm with you, but you know, Kyle Shannon, if I'm carving you up, I'm not getting away from this. I'll have Jimmy Garoppolo throw it like I did in that NFC Championship game in 2019 eight times. If, <laughs> if I could have it my way, if we're running the ball successfully, I, I won't have you throw the football at all. Forget about spreading it around. If I'm running it, that's where I live, it's where my old man lives. That's what I'll do. That's where I cut my teeth. And if I'm running it successfully, that means Christian McCaffrey is going to be my go-to guy. Okay, but
1: what, what happened to that offense in Atlanta with Matt Ryan throwing the ball all over the place to Julio Jones and company? What happened to that? Because Kyle Shanahan has shown an ability to coach an outstanding MVP, Calvary passing game. All right, we
3: got to get to a break. Phone line stacking up. Trucker, hang in there. You're in Utah. Want to hear from you. We want to get out to the rest of the callers. We just have to break for a couple of minutes. We'll get back to your calls. We'll continue the conversation with Christian McCaffrey coming to the 49ers.
0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Now back to 95.7 The Game.
3: Welcome back. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's one of our favorites. Tracy Sandler will join us from Fangirl. She will give her thoughts on Christian McCaffrey, and she probably had an opportunity to catch up with a young man out of Stanford, born in Denver, formerly uh, used to be babysat by one Kyle Shanahan back in the day. The two families are very Wait, close. No,
1: you, you heard that story, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Shet- he and
3: his brothers were too much. Yeah,
1: Kyle Shanahan babysat him for like 15 minutes, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." I mean, he didn't say this. He said there was too much, but I feel like he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." You know, not babysit, sis. You're up. You know.
3: All right, he hung out through the break. Let's get out to Utah, and Trucker is standing by. Trucker, what's going on, my man? What the hell are you doing in Utah? What are you lost?
5: I just wanted to talk about uh, both of you guys, I think, have really a good points and uh, are a little bit skewed on this. I, I do want to bring up that uh, I think that uh, Kyle Shannon finally has somebody that can run a timed route, which is the only time I've ever seen Jimmy G really be on point when he got Emmanuel Sanders. He almost always hit him.
1: That'd be an ex- ex- you ex- know, that's ex- ex- a good point.
3: I'll tell you what. Well, no, yeah. But the funny thing is, I always get a kick out of that, is that he overthrew him for a guy that can't throw the deep ball. His one miss that everybody remembers was the fact that he threw it too far. Well, but see, but that. that oh, I know, I'm not revisiting that. But you know what? Yeah. He makes a really, really good point. And that's a guy, I, I tell you what, Trucker, call back again. When you get out of Utah, I don't trust anybody out in Utah. That place scares me, man. <laughs> when you got a temple in the middle of the city and everything is like, well, are you? I asked for directions when I was covering a Utah Jazz game out there, and they said, mm. "Well, the city's pretty easy. Everything's north of the temple or south of the temple." I'm like, "What temple?" Like, <laughs> right. And I see this thing. I'm like, "Oh man, this ain't for me. This is weird." Yeah, I wouldn't. I could, now that I've indicted an entire I don't, religion,
1: I, I don't. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't understand their like bar drinking policies. There, you gotta get
3: sponsored.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just like, if I. If like, I can't, you
3: can't go into a bar. Someone's got to sponsor you. Like, are you kidding me? I need one.
1: Yeah, the, uh, and you know everything else about Utah seems great. Like, it seems like people are friendly there. But, but the fact that I just can't walk into a dive bar, w- w- watch a football game, no. and, and and drink a, and way too many a, kids. A racer fight. What kids? Well, the whole city. Oh, I was like in the bars. Oh, okay, got you. Everywhere
3: you turn, <laughs> so there's another five year old running around.
1: Mitt Romney, man. What? How many uh, kids does old Mitt have? Like eight. <laughs> hey, and then
3: multiple wives are damn. running around. No. But he makes a really good point, Utah or not that having a guy who runs perci- I think he and he and Jimmy Garoppolo, if you can just put your Jimmy Garoppolo hate aside for a second. this guy is made to order for Jimmy Garoppolo. quick release, <laughs> precision routes like Jimmy Check, Garoppolo on him.
1: okay, let, let's just let, let's just let's just decode what you just said, okay and, and why okay? running back out of the backfield. Check down, tailor-made for Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what you just said.
3: Well, in all seriousness, I do think that, to the caller's point, that one thing that Debo does not do well, and who cares, because he's just put the ball in his hands, he is not a precision route runner, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you have timing routes. Yeah, no. That's the yeah, one that's knock on people him. people say, yeah. Uh, to have a guy that is going to, to be, I think, on the same page as Jimmy Garoppolo, and again, a guy that's just going to be in that range where Jimmy Garoppolo was so good – in that intermediate range. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo can throw it outside the numbers. He can throw it anywhere. That's on Kyle, man. Stop putting that on Jimmy G. But I do think that these two are going to sync up. I That I do trust. That I do look forward to. How he works as a running back, to me, is very curious going forward. Chris, is it, did you want to add on to that? Go ahead, oh, Jamar. No, no, no.
1: Let's, let's hear from my man Chris. What's the I was business. cutting
3: you off because I know you're just going to slam Jimmy G. We'll do I that later in the show. I am not going to
1: slam Jimmy She's a... Extremely handsome, (laughs) multi-millionaire, man. What can I say about a handsome multi-millionaire?
3: Let's get out to Rotor Park and Chris, who's hanging out. What's up, Chris? Talk to me, man. Wait a
1: second. Hold on. Hey, hey, guys.
6: Can you (laughs) hear me all right?
3: Oh, yeah. You know this guy. We both know this guy. So
6: so real quick, I'm not a Niners fan. I'm not a Panthers fan. I've been stationed in the Bay Area for about a decade. Uh, But for all the Niners fans... You should now be excited. I've been talking trash about the Niners' offense all summer long. Jimmy G is a middle-of-the-road quarterback at best. But his skill set is getting the ball out of his hands quickly and then allowing the guys in space to make plays. Debo's good at it. CMC is great. And he's about to be the focal point of your offense. I got two takes for y'all. One, the Niners going forward, not starting this week, but starting the following week. They're going to lead the league in the yak. Yards after catch. Between Debo and CMC, no other team's going to catch him. And the other one is uh, I heard McCaffrey's uh, press interview. And the guy's super humble. Love what he was saying. Uh, But one of the things that he said is that he was being compared to Debo on the team. I think that's backwards. It should be Debo compared to CMC. CMC is at the top of his position. Maybe number one when he's healthy. As the word Debo... You guys have already said it. Like, he's not a great route runner. He's not a true number one. And I would even go as far as to say that as far as good as Debo is, he's a B-rated of CMC. CMC is about to make Debo better because now you can't key on him. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Good luck, y'all.
3: Chris, call back, man. You know what's
1: up. Wait, so so Chris O'Connell... Oh, you thought that Robert was good? Duster, I'm like... Well, Chris, I, come on, Chris doesn't even... Roner Park? I'm like, wait, Chris and Roner Park? I'm Chris sorry. doesn't even <laughs>
3: talk to us here. You think he's going to pick up the horn and call us?
1: <laughs> touché. Touché, Dan Devone. Touché.
3: Um, and that's not because he's not friendly. We all love Chris. Oh, Chris yeah, to me yeah. is like...
1: Uh, no, I'm I gonna talk
3: about the dude forever, but he's just a very quiet type. He and is. then you see him on national television... Doing what it is N- that he nin- does, ninja business. That's what I was like. That's what I was like. He's okay. a ninja warrior. I'm like. That's what I was like. Wait, Chris took time
1: from ninjaness to call us. I was. I felt honored. That's what I was like. Oh snap. Okay, Chris. The
3: guys in the middle of push-ups it's or a, he's it's doing it's like, another. You know, it's another good. He's like, training with the Navy
1: SEALs. I, I guess there got could be more than one Chris in the city of Roner Park. I guess.
3: I think it's a really good point. I, no, I, no, definitely. I, you, listen, I. I don't know if he was taking a subtle slam at <laughs> Deep, uh, at Debo. Subtle- I think Debo is. Debo's amazing. Debo, to me, is just just put the ball in his hands. I don't care if he can't run uh, the perfect route, but just just somehow find a way to get him the football.
1: And just for the record, okay, Debo Samuel, the last two seasons, has led the league in yards after catch per – yards after uh, catch per –
3: Yes. Reception more so, than than Cooper because everyone thinks it's Cooper. Well, Cup. No,
1: Cooper Cup led it overall. But, yes. but But Debo almost doubled Cooper Cup if you break it down yes. per reception, right? So Debo better than every running back and every every other position in the NFL. Debo has been the yak dude for two years I, now. I
3: hesitate to go here, but I just have to. Oh my goodness, you are just gonna go. Look, I should send you out of the room for like. Can you go stand in the corner and like? <laughs> Close your the, ears and, and just, just, just make noises so you don't hear any just, of this. Just
1: don't say anything. Or go the, you know, we just have a closet. Just, just don't say anything ridiculous, Dad.
3: Oh, this is going to be very ridiculous oh, oh, to you. I
1: already <laughs> know. I, I, mean, I don't even know what it is. I kind of know what the subject matter is, and I kind of know what it's going to skew towards. It's okay.
3: <laughs> well, no, the previous caller, because this is such accepted, like, I can't stand... When the Florio's of the world and every, although I like Florio, but the network and it gets sort of, you know, handed down where everybody's has to start a sentence when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he's limited as a quarterback and he's (laughs) mediocre. Oh, actually, you know what? We got a caller, which is gonna, which is gonna delay this take. Thank goodness, because I, I'm gonna have to hold off before I let you out of the bag. (laughs) But I do want to continue on on Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Let's. I mean, of course We're, we're. you get Christian McCaffrey, but somehow Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, the, 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 the eighth most, <laughs> most important offensive player on this team
3: <laughs> has to come up. Well, everybody starts the sentence, well, he's limited and he's mediocre. And okay, Jimmy again, is,
1: I'll tell you this. He's the eighth best player on this offense.
3: No. Yes. No. Yes, he is. All right. Anyway. We'll, we'll pick let's that go. conversation up. Mr. B, Lodi, the location. What's up, Mr. B?
7: What's up, y'all? Hey, that last caller was a total jackwagon. <laughs> oh, okay. He asked about having McCaffrey, without disparaging Jimmy G and Debo. What the hell was that? <laughs> anyway, Shawari, you might be my cousin. I'm from New Orleans. That's all I got, y'all.
3: Hey, I got I got a, I got Uh-oh. a lot of family in New you sound Orleans, like man. <laughs> it. I can see it in the bloodlines. Oh yeah, a lot of family She's coming in New strong, Orleans. screaming. <laughs> He <laughs> got the energy, he's got you the got, flavor. He's got oh, some yeah. blocking you. There's oh, no yeah. doubt, man. There's no doubt. he
1: well, actually, technically the block the blocks is from Arkansas. The the Smiths and the Hendersons and the uh well, actually the Smiths and the Hendersons, but it's like two different Henderson families are from New Orleans.
3: The true test is we gotta bring him into the studios and then when we go to a break, let's see if he goes to the kitchen and just demolishes Red Vines. Then I'll know <laughs> you you are definitely a block. Now, I, I think that Christian McCaffrey in the passing game with Jimmy Garoppolo really, that to me, is something that I can envision. I can almost see it now. Mm-hmm. And again, the one thing that I think Kyle Shanahan is able to do schematically is that he will scheme something up. And this is easy to do when you talk about all those weapons where either he's running by himself or he's going to be isolated. They're going to pick that one you know, like the lion looks for that one, you know, the one wildebeest yeah, that's a little the, bit lame. Yeah they, yeah, they just let's go after him. There's going to be that one backer. There's going to be that one safety. There's going to be somebody on that field that Kyle Shannon is going to drop a play and say, Christian McCaffrey, you're isolated with this dude. Let's go. You're going to see a lot of that. So that I get excited about. how we How it translates to him being – the focal point of the running attack, I just have to wait and see. I I, I don't know what that's going to look like. And this idea that he's only going to run it a couple of times, you you might be right. Again, uh, the Kyle Shannon I know just doesn't make a lot of sense if that's well, the but, utilization. But of, see, that's that's the part that... Of McCaffrey. That's the part where I think there is some Oh, we got fear. Trucker's back.
1: Hold trucker's on. back. Yeah, uh, we'll trucker's trucker wants
3: trucker. to clap back on your cousin. <laughs> Let's get out to my <laughs> man... Uh, Utah, once again, the location And trucker. Truck, is this the same trucker? There can't be two truckers in Utah. <laughs> no. No, the
5: same trucker. Yeah. No, uh, I was also going to say, like I said, Dan's point there, you know that uh, Kyle Shanahan likes to uh, run by committee, and when he finds something where it's working, he's going to try to dig into that. But I think uh, with McCaffrey being a good route runner, they'll be able to give him maybe 10, 15 tops. Runs per game and him good route running, and then that opens up Debo for just sit back for the drop off things like that. That's definitely going to open it all up uh, because when Debo was honestly doing best last year was he was finding ways to put it in his hands up short and off sweeps, you know things like that. So that was definitely opening up the passing game for route and Nothing against Garoppolo, because let me tell you, I love the guy, and he has a good, clean ball that comes out of his hand. But he hasn't had a lot of great route runners with him, and I know Kyle likes to just run, run. He's not even going to come off of that. He's going to keep doing it over and over and over and over until the defense figures it out. But if he keeps going back and forth between Debo and uh, McCaffrey, I guarantee you, this is going to cause some serious problems for that defense.
3: Hell yeah, Trucker. Trucker, that should be your new handle. Hell yeah, when you're talking about Jimmy G and a quick, clean release. He knows what's up, man. He knows
1: what's up. And a a wonderful smile. Let me tell you this about Jimmy Garoppolo, man. Oh, we're not going there. That that dude looks great in Subway commercials, okay?
3: In all seriousness, just for a second before I lose this train of thought, Mm -hmm. another thing that Trucker brought up Mm -hmm. is that we're talking about we're having sort of fun at Jimmy G's expense, maybe, the shallow crosses, the dinking and the dunking to Christian McCaffrey. You remember Ricky Waters? Mm Mm-hmm. You remember the routes that Ricky Waters ran? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was stretching the field. He was 15, 20, 25 yards down the field. He was running seam routes, for crying out loud. He was a receiver in college. Exactly. At Notre Dame, he was a wide receiver, converted to a running back. And he was their primary running back, but when he got into the pass game, he could stretch the field. I see something similar to that at Christian McCaffrey. We have this idea that he's just going to be out on the right or left flat, give it to him and let him go. I'd like to see – I hate it when guys – what I want to see is, well, who the hell are you? Just some dude sitting on your ass talking (laughs) to the live microphone? Yes, yeah. But what what ideally you'd want to see with Christian McCaffrey is let him get into that, that route tree like the same one you have dialed up for Iyuk or anybody else, or Jawan Jennings or somebody that's in that slot. It doesn't have to be relegated to 10 to 15 yards down the field. But
1: but, but Dan, Kittle doesn't get those passes. Iyuk doesn't get those passes. Jawan Jennings doesn't get those passes. So why would – and again, I, I hear you, and I'm excited about that. But I'm also prepared to be underwhelmed because of what this offense is. This offense does it, and and listen, whether you think it's Jimmy G or Kyle Shanahan or if you think the offensive line doesn't allow enough time for them to do this, for whatever reason, this offense has never thrown the ball down the field on a consistent basis. This offense has never successfully thrown the ball down the field in a comeback situation. Every comeback is, all right, we're going to keep running (laughs) and hope that they turn the ball over, right? So the one thing that this offense has lacked that has prevented it from being an upper echelon offense is the ability to strike with big plays in the passing game. I don't think Christian McCaffrey changes that, which is why I think that that while our imaginations go wild, oh no doubt, what we're actually what we're probably going to see <laughs> is Christian McCaffrey doing Jeff Wilson Jr. but better. And I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to see that. Well, I, I want to see all the things that, that I've been dreaming up in my head. Yeah. But, but, we're probably going to see is you know, a better version of Jeff Wilson. No, I'm Jr. glad
3: you said that because we do have to sort of take some of the air out of the room and just everybody's got to calm down. I, I said this earlier. With his arrival, doesn't mean now you're scoring 42 points a game,
1: okay? I, I mean,
3: and it doesn't mean that you're going to win every football game. Well, uh, yeah, I, he I'll just go becomes
1: back. part of a larger whole. Go ahead. Let, let's go back, okay? Last week, 28-14. If Christian McCaffrey's the starting running back instead of Jeff Wilson Jr., okay, and Jeff Wilson Jr. is coming off the bench, and you got Jordan Mason, blah blah blah, okay, you put Christian McCaffrey in that game, you probably score more than fourteen. I don't think you score twenty nine though. You still lose that game with Christian McCaffrey in, in your starting lineup, and and it has nothing to do with him not being way more dynamic than anybody else in that offense. It's just that that's what it is. And, and again, I I don't know because there's three potential culprits. It's Shanahan's. Shanahan's penchant for being conservative. It's Jimmy's... No, no, either, no, no,
3: no, 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 wait, no, it's no. Either,
1: no. No, I'm saying, these are the options. It's either Jimmy's conservatism or lack of ability to throw the ball in the field. But well, we know or, that's not
3: true. We know he can throw the ball down the field.
1: We've seen it. Consistently. Or, Or the offensive line, is it... Is it up for the task of blocking so a quarterback can take a seven-step drop? like One of those things have to be true, but the fact remains is that throughout Shanahan's entire tenure, and remember, you had Joe Staley before you had Trent Williams, okay? You have never been lacking at the left tackle position on this team at all, right? you. You have not consistently had somebody throwing the ball down the field.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. And when you think about the way the game is played in 2022, you don't have to do that as frequently as that of Kansas City or some of the other teams in the NFL, but it should be more frequent than what we're seeing with the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, who doesn't do it at all. And I do not want to hear, because he's curtailing it, to that of Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is not Bailey Zappi. (laughs) He is not to a tongue of Iloa. He can throw the football. Listen, if Jimmy Garoppolo is willing to get in front of a mic and say after the Seattle game, I'd like to do more of that. Let's get back to 2017 when they allowed me to throw the football. If I, don't know I told changed. you that
1: Nick Mullins' average depth of target when he was a starting quarterback, and I'm not saying he's been like Nick Mullins was nowhere near as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, but if I told you that Nick Mullins' average depth of target was deeper down the field than Jimmy Garoppolo's, would you believe me?
3: Oh, I believe you, but again, you're not going to convince me because this is the eyeball test, which is why I hate when people just repeat what it is or regurgitate what they heard, and they just they it's now become gospel. Okay, I just got it. This is the way it is when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he's limited, and he's a mediocre quarterback, and he can't throw the ball down the field. Bullcrap, bullcrap to all of that.
1: So, so you want me to say he's. Unlimited. He can throw down the field and he's way
3: better than mediocre. Does that sound accurate? No, no, no. I will get into his mediocrity conversation, but I do think we need to rephrase he can't throw the ball down the field. They won't let him. I don't know why, but you can't convince I, me that he cannot throw the ball a deep out route. I've I don't seen th- it. I don't
1: think it's a a arm strength thing. I think it's a accurate. I think that he's not an accurate deep passer.
3: Well, we need to see it more frequently to make that before we come to that realization or if we were to come to what it is that you just said, you can't do it, you can't come to that realization and never have him throw the ball down the field before you arrive at that conclusion. If I saw him trying to hit guys consistently and either coming up short, wide, left, whatever the – Whatever the problems might be, which I think is ridiculous for a guy who's as accurate as he is mm-hmm. from 15 to 25 yards, that suddenly now when it comes to 35, 40, suddenly he doesn't, he he loses that accuracy. You're just not doing it for whatever reason. It's and that's on Kyle Shanahan. You know, and Let's get out to Rich who's okay. hanging out in Fremont. I'll let you continue uh, yeah, the conversation. Yeah. Uh, Rich hanging out in Fremont. What's up, Rich?
7: What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You know, I got to disagree with you. I think with McCaffrey in the backfield it does give you more options on the pass because of the fact that you got to keep the defense guessing. And with McCaffrey back there, they're going to assume he's going to run. I could easily look at McCaffrey coming out of the backfield, putting in a block, a temporary block, and then going out for a pass play. That's something they're not going to be ready for. I also could see him as a decoy in the passing game and Garoppolo able to hit some of these other receivers because they're going to be so focused on McCaffrey or focused on, on one of the other receivers. Somebody's going to get open. And I think that's what's going to allow the offense to excel more because with defense, when you're playing them, you have to keep them guessing. If you don't keep them guessing, they're going to know what you're going to do every time. And this is the reason why last week's game. Okay.
1: They, they, they came up short in the second half. Thanks guys. Good job, Rich. No, Rich, see I feel what Rich is saying, man. And and, and yes, everything you're saying should track. That should track. And, again, I don't know who to blame, but I'm going to say this much, okay? And I I used the weapons analogy earlier, so I'm going back to it, okay?
3: (laughs) I like that Like, Kyle
1: Shanahan has always had plenty of weapons, okay? And and instead of firing shots, he's just pistol whipping everybody, okay? (laughs) So I'm just saying expect more pistol whipping to continue and don't expect shots to be fired by Kyle Shanahan, despite the fact that he has another dynamic weapon in his arsenal.
3: Let's really quick get out to Bobby before we wrap up the segment off to Oakland. Bobby, what's on your mind?
7: Hey, good to hear you guys. Uh, We need to get uh, ninety-five-seven to get Shamari on more, man. I
3: hear you, brother. I hear you. Yeah, and you too, Dan,
7: for sure. No, no, no. I'm not (laughs) saying that. You
3: got to prop me up. I'm a Shamari fan, man. But go ahead.
7: Oh, okay. And I got a similar call to the last caller, man. Because I'm thinking if we get McCaffrey out on to the, to where you can do the sweeps, you can do throw to the side run Elijah Mitchell when he comes back and, and, uh, and um, the other running backs up the middle, don't wear this guy down. Let him catch the passes on the flat. I think he's just as good as the receiver as the running back. And then also you have, we can go deep with it with, with our receivers. Debo could come out. I mean, it, it'll just put so much confusion. I'm hoping that's the way Cal Shannon runs. I'm not a hundred percent confident. I'm going to give a benefit of the doubt, but if we can just spread that defense, I think we'll be a monster. That's all I wanted to say. Thanks for the time,
3: fellas. Good job, Bobby. I wonder whether he got the wake-up call after what happened in Atlanta where he needed to march down the field twice, <laughs> stick it <laughs> in the end zone, and he's just he's playing with his food for eight minutes, and they got it to the 50 and then turned it over on downs without any points. I hope he should have seen the light, like, wow, maybe I need to open things up. Here's, here's the thing.
1: And, and, and this is, and then we're going to get to Tracy, but this is the last thing I'm going to say before we go to Tracy, okay? George Kittle has played in four games. He has less than 50 yards a game receiving. And and again, that's what Christian McCaffrey, that's what's going to happen to McCaffrey. No, I'm sorry, let me just say. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen to McCaffrey. It's like, oh, we have this dynamic weapon that we've all have seen do wondrous things on the football field. 40, 42 yards of a game receiving. Thanks, Kyle.
3: All right. Well, I just want to say this: when it comes to Kyle, we can't. And I'm a Kyle fan. All right, I'm a Kyle fan too. No, I, but no, I'm don't just get saying that it, yeah. Kyle Shanahan. It, it took some onions to go out and get this guy. Like, L- listen, that is, and he has proven he and Lynch that they will, they will roll the dice. They will go out and get their guys. Unlike Farhan and company, whether it was D Ford back in the day. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders in the middle of the season. We need a wide receiver. Go get Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders. A many last year. He's proven throughout his tenure that he will do what it takes. Now, to your point in terms of <laughs> utilization is another conversation. But I, you got to take some of this. You know, I'm going to deflect some of the blame. Listen, anybody and that, the that says. the target away from Kyle Shanahan. No, don't get, Kyle
1: Shanahan is not perfect. But anybody who is saying, oh, Kyle Shanahan would. Listen. If you replace Kyle Shanahan, you could wind up with a Nathaniel Stinking Hackett. Okay, yeah, and that's want to all get rid I'm of saying. Shanahan, then who? Who? <laughs> exactly. Who's yeah. No, because no, I'd still say he's one of the five best coaches easily in the NFL, and and that's that's because Sean Payton
3: retired. All right. We continue. Tracy Sandler is standing by. She will join us here on ninety five seven. The uh, the game from Fangirl as we talk more about the Niners and the arrival of Christian McCaffrey here on ninety five seven. The game.